the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me tonight. Speaking of explosions, I feel bad for everybody here at the station. I was in such a mood when I got here tonight. I am warm over what has been going on the past two days in response to these shootings. And uh, we're going to talk about that tonight, but I would definitely, definitely love to hear from you guys about it. We're going to talk about every aspect of it, including what I think is um, the, you know, a lot of times on, on Facebook, I'll put it, I'll put it out there on a Monday, finish the sentence for me. Uh, another week, another dot, 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 let you guys finish it. And I started thinking today, another shooting and another dot, dot, dot. Well, it seems like it's, um, it's just, that's changed. It, it's continued to progress from, in terms of the way in which the left has exploited these tragedies, literally exploited these dead bodies for power. And it's at a point to where, um, I, I think we're at a breaking point in, in society and culture and the Republicans need to step up and stand up against the the answer to this week's shootings of another shooting, another. I want to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. Maybe you want to answer that question. Another shooting, another dot, dot, dot. What do you think of the solutions? Because one of the things that we're going to do today is I'm, I'm so tired of the left pretending that they care about solutions, pretending that they care about lives when they use every tragedy as an excuse to try to somehow blame America and or a Republican, and in this case now, every Trump supporter. And it's not solving anything. But is this something that can actually be solved? And we're going to talk a little bit later on the show uh, with Cecile Ahrens, who hosts a show here on uh, The Answer San Diego called Get Mental. And we're going to talk about the mental health crisis going on in this country and how it plays in and how it is a part of this. Ed Martin, uh, Brother Ed Martin from the Ed Martin Movement. Y'all hear him every night at 9 p.m. He's going to be here after the first break to talk about these shootings and give his perspective. And, of course, he's an attorney. And I got to tell y'all, I'm I'm not really particularly pleased with with, uh, President Trump's response to the to. In in some ways, I am in others, and Ed will be here, and we're going to talk about that. But again, 888-344-1170 if you would like to chime into the show. And I would really like to, at some point, uh, get into some positive news today because I'm just I'm too fired up and too angry as a result of how these tragedies are being exploited for political power by the left. Again, 888-344-1170. If you're watching on Facebook, I'm going to be reading comments throughout the show, and hopefully we'll have some time to read those back to you guys as well as on Twitter. Um, and I'm glad, particularly on a tough day like today, I'm so glad to have my partner in crime, my buddy. DJ Carrot Sticks with me. It is a tough day. I don't have no sound effects just because on the days like this, it's hard to play something right. silly. And I just, my only thing is that, you know, when they, people say thoughts and prayers, well, my prayer is that at some point we can put politics aside and come together as humans and, and stop this these shootings. Well, um, we're going to talk about, I don't know, um, 
first of all, let me address the first part of that. Thank you for having a heart and not wanting to play anything silly. Um, I know how much you love this country, and I know how much you love what it was founded on, and that includes the U.S. Constitution and our inalienable rights, rights that were given to us by God and not by man. And part of the way that the left wants to play politics with this is they are looking for opportunities to deny us our rights. And it's not just the rights of this, uh, under the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, which shall, be, shall not be infringed upon, by the way, is what it says. And I know that you care so much about our – you care as much about our Constitution as you do about uh, all Americans. And I love that about you. I don't even know – here's one thing, though, about DG Characteristics. I don't know if, if you're a gun owner. Actually, no, I'm not. But that doesn't mean that you – see, here's what's different with conservatives – is that if a conservative doesn't want to own a gun, they just don't own a gun. But a liberal, if they don't want to own a gun, then they demand that everybody else cough up their guns. And they feel completely entitled to pick and choose which rights we're allowed to have. And I don't think that the Republican Party, I'm not particularly thrilled with, with where we're at today. Um, you know, I don't know if you have been, you don't really do much Twitter. Do you, do you DJ Karasticks? No, no I'm a, I do Facebook and that's about it. Yeah. I just go through Twitter sometimes. Yeah. Um, it, the answer to the question, another mass shooting, another is you can really see it clearly if you go onto Twitter. Um, a couple points that I want to make is um, in addition to President Trump being a, a flat out accused of being responsible uh, for the shooting. Uh, another reaction to the shooting uh, of El Paso as well as Dayton that got so many on Twitter hysterical was Neil deGrasse Tyson. I've never heard of him before. He said in He's the, pa- the one that said Pluto's not a planet anymore. Oh, was he the one that said that? I hadn't even heard of this guy. He's got like 35 million followers. He said in the past 48 hours, the USA horrifically lost 34 people to mass shootings. On average, across any 48 hours, we also lose 500 to medical errors, 300 to the flu, 250 to suicide, 200 to car accidents, 40 to homicide via handgun. Often our emotions respond more to spectacle than to data. And that could not have been a more perfect tweet for me to see. Because when we talk about another mass shooting another dot 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 in terms of response from people that's where the democrats get to exploit these dead bodies for political power because they are preying upon the emotions of americans who were shocked at this absolutely shocked and um and and but we need to resist emotion being being reacting on emotions and acting and making decisions on emotions, that's the way four-year-olds are supposed to be, which is why, oh, by the way, we're not supposed to be letting four-year-olds make permanent life decisions. That's why we don't let four-year-olds decide what they're going to eat for dinner, right? Because they're driven by their emotions and they're not emotionally mature. They're stunted. And that, and, and, but thanks to social media and thanks to, to the left, they're able to really manipulate the emotions and exploit not just the dead bodies, but the emotions of Americans in response to these mass shootings. Um, up until now, though, what the left would do anytime there was a, a mass shooting, it would be to blame guns, immediately go to gun control, uh, not just to um, blame Republicans and then blame the NRA, um, as well as our belief in our, in our Second Amendment rights. But now it's literally... And that's that's the play. But you know what? Because I don't think it, I, I think because it never worked. You look at Sandy Hook. There was a many. There was a, as many families in Sandy Hook and parents of, of dead children who said that the solution is not to deny gun rights to law-abiding citizens. That would not have have prevented Sandy Hook. Same thing that we heard from Parkland. So that response hasn't worked. 
And so instead of just respecting our first, uh, our second amendment rights, instead of, uh, of, of understanding that there has never been identified a, an additional gun control law that would have stopped any of these shootings, then they got to amp it up. Now it's another mass shooting and they're literally blaming the president of the United States for the shooting. They're they're basically accusing him of being Charles Manson, some mastermind uh, behind it. And that's not just as crazy as Manson. That's as crazy as those women that fell in love with Manson and did his bidding. That is literally insane. Was Obama to blame for the cops being killed? Did you blame the uh, Obama for the cops being killed in Dallas and Baton Rouge and at Point Blank Range in New York City carrot sticks? No, no, I didn't blame him. In spite of the fact that he invited Black Lives Matter to the funeral of the dead cops that were slaughtered because of Black Lives Matter, I still didn't blame Obama for it. Did you guys blame Obama for the assaults on on people as well as property in Ferguson and in Baltimore when they fanned the flames with that? No, I didn't blame Obama for that. I didn't blame Obama for that. Is Obama to blame for Fort Hood, Pulse Nightclub, San Bernardino in Boston? Is he to blame for that? Those happened under his watch. In fact, not only did they, did they happen uh, under his watch, but this this was a president. This was a president. Yeah, uh, John Lennon is, is tweeting out that Trump inspires murders. His rhetoric is to blame for this. Really? How about this rhetoric on the part of Obama? For some reason, I'm not getting it. I, I don't know. This this was maybe maybe uh, during the break. DJ Carrot Sticks will figure out what's wrong with there. But but two weeks after Americans, thirty Americans fought for their lives in Benghazi and four were murdered. Obama, after covering up lying to the American people as to what ca- caused uh, Benghazi, that it was a terrorist attack, he went to the United Nations and said the future does not belong to those who would slander the prophet. Is that not telling Islamic terrorists? That anybody who criticizes Islam deserves to die? And you want to talk to me? In fact, on National Prayer Breakfast Day, I think it was, he blamed Christians. Took a a swipe at Christians for the Islamic terror that had been been going on for centuries. Oh, at what point are we actually going to blame the Quran? Speaking of Islamic terror, at what point are we going to blame the Quran for inspiring Islamic terrorists around the world that for centuries have killed millions, millions of people around the world at this point? The future must not belong to those who slander the prophet of Islam. Yeah. Hmm. Um, did anybody blame Bernie for the baseball shooting? Who do we blame for the 50, uh, what, what uh, 74 people shot in Chicago this weekend? Who do we to blame for that? Who do we blame right now for a woman who's being strangled to death by her husband or her boyfriend? Who do we blame for that? We, should we blame Hollywood? Because we see that being glorified and women being slapped and punched, glorified in the movies. Was he? If a man's strangling his wife or his girlfriend right now, uh, do we need to find out who inspired what politician or what movie actor inspired him and then blame them? Hmm. Maybe we should. We hear the same hate mongering rhetoric all day, every day. I am called, as well as other conservatives, the most vile, vicious, nasty language all day long, and it has not inspired me to go and beat up a Democrat. I don't go to a Democrat rally and throw eggs at them like Democrats do to conservatives. At no point after the vicious, heinous, 
fear-mongering, race-baiting, fostering of hate and division, as we did after Obama for eight years. One of the first things that he did when he took office was to falsely accuse a police officer of racism in Boston. And I still have not gone to any rally on the part of Democrats and cracked anybody over the head and busted their skull open or tossed a cement milkshake on them. Haven't done it. And you know what? We live in a border town. I've lived here a long time. I have seen and heard, as well as everybody else, all day long, every day, the fallout of what has occurred with the invasion along our borders, from the economic fallout to it. We all know the stories, like a little boy here who was left with brain damage after an illegal had been deported 15 times. We all know about Officer Singh murdered on Christmas. We all know about Kate Steinle. We all know story after story after story. Thousands and thousands of Americans who have been raped, murdered, etc. by illegals coming across this border. I have not picked up a gun and gone and shot, shot up illegals. Who, there's only one person who's ever responsible for any bad act, and it is the person who perpetrated the act. And for Democrats now... To try to state that this is all white, this is, and first of all, we got Ed is going to be on the show in a minute to talk about it. Dayton, Ohio ain't got anything to do with white supremacy. And quite frankly, I'm not sure, and we don't know what was really behind the shooting in El Paso. Did he only shoot Hispanics? No. So he has this manifesto. Well, I don't know that that means why he did it. But even if he did, how is that Trump's fault? Are we now supposed to have open borders and let all illegals in and we're never supposed to criticize the fact that many of them are raping and murdering? We're not allowed to say that now because some whack job might decide to go and shoot them up? No, that's insane. And it is insane. And I am not going to apologize. I'm with Jesse Kelly who said today, shame on the Republicans that are denouncing white nationalism today and telling Trump to do the same. I am not going to apologize for something that I am not a part of. And this white nationalism new label that has been come about and, and falsely put on us, I'm not going to defend against something that doesn't even exist in my mind. I am white and I have love of country. And I am not going to allow that that label to become scurrilous against me and defend against it. It's ridiculous. And it's we now have this narrative that's been put out there that all Trump supporters are white nationalists and white supremacists, in part thanks to Nikki Haley joining other social justice warriors back. You know, that, that was supposed to be about white supremacy, right? Well, shouldn't that have solved the problem when Dukes of Hazard was taken off the air? I'm past the point. Of a break. When I come back, I'm going to talk to Ed Martin about this. 888-344-1170 if you got anything on your mind. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. 
Michael Horn here from What's Cooking Today. Heard every weekday evening at 8 p.m. If you're looking for intelligent and conservative answers, you can find them right here on The Answer San Diego. If you live in North County, you can hear those answers on FM 96.1 and still on AM 1170 when in San Diego. That means you get Hewitt, Gallagher, Prager, Gorka, Schneider, Elder, Kay, Martin, Walsh, and me, Michael Horn, on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. We are The Answer San Diego. Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? Now, there's digital. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be on the web? How about the right tools to turn visitors into leads? Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at surroundsandiego.com. Surroundsandiego.com. Can you believe it? Since the Fed announced that they're not going to raise rates till at least 2020, we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Hi, I'm Ken Tyler, president of Right Choice Mortgage. Let's get you back in the threes on a 30-year mortgage. We're a privately owned direct lender, which allows us to create products that nobody else has. Check these out. One day out of BK short seller foreclosure, starting in the threes. Mortgages for the self-employed, starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment properties so you can buy another one, starting in the fours. Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Rates starting in the threes and fours on a 30-year mortgage? Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Retroid Mortgage is licensed by the VR 0194376 and NLF Woman 32583 and is an equal opportunity lender. Dennis Prager here with some information you are going to want to know to make the most of the dog days of this San Diego summer. Don't spend your evenings and weekends inside running up the electric bill and overworking your air conditioning. Invite your friends, neighbors, and family over to a backyard barbecue. Prepare the most gourmet feasts on your brand new grill. Sourced from the place I know and trust, the Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio Shop in La Mesa. The experts at the Warm Hearth can cater to any preference or taste with their immense inventory of brands and models to choose from. They carry pellet and charcoal, ceramic and gas grills, even an Italian-style pizza oven from every name brand leading manufacturer. While you're there, take a peek at their beautiful showroom of fireplaces, keeping in mind that it won't be quite this hot forever. The Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio Shop on the corner of Jackson and La Mesa Boulevard or online at warmhearthfireplaceandpatio.com. That's warmhearthfireplaceandpatio.com. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. 888-344-1170. A couple great comments on Facebook Live. Uh, somebody pointed out the fact that I've got my light box on, by the way. Uh, talking about, you know what's killed more than just guns? Socialism is more deadly than guns, by the way. Over 100 million people killed under socialism. The same party that's trying to blame Trump and accuse all Trumps of trying to literally blame Trump for the El Paso shooting and uh, saying that all Trump supporters are white nationalists, we're all responsible for it, is the same party that's pushing socialism, which is which has resulted in over 100 million people uh, dying 
in, in, in its various forms, as well as got people scrounging for dogs in Venezuela. Somebody pointed out on Facebook the 60 million babies that have been aborted and slaughtered. And this is the same party that is actually arguing uh, to murder babies after they have been born and survived an abortion. So really, uh, for the Democrats to pretend they have any kind of moral authority of, over us is absolutely disturbing and disgusting and not to be tolerated. Joining me now is my buddy Ed Martin of the Ed Martin Movement. You know, I'm usually laughing with my buddy Ed when I bring him onto the show, but this, <laughs> this ain't anything to laugh at, my man. Yeah, no, it's it's very sad. You know, um, on one level, I, I want to get into the back and forth with the lefties that are trying to politicize. On another level, I think about, you know, 30 uh, families, family members who lost somebody, you know, how sudden life changes and it's just it's a great sadness i look i i I, you know and later on in my show i'm going to be talking about this in a couple hours andrea that you know two on one day i i i'm i'm not usually one to go for like the drama of it all but it's really hard to take you know Mm it really feels wrong and it feels troubling and i know i'm going to talk with you later on my program you come on mine and uh and we were texting about this you know there's a it's not a single variable it's not a single thing Mm -hmm. But it's larger, and you you use you use the word multiple times. It's the culture, and uh, we're not going to fix it overnight. Uh, but we're certainly not going to fix it when we see demagoguing. And no. Beto O'Rourke has been despicable. Ugh. That guy, uh, I can't wait for him to exit the scene and be just a dilettante for the next 40 years, you know, a sort of also ran uh, has been. But anyway, I, I yeah. digress. Go he ahead. was I, even, I, yeah, he was even worse today than trimming his nose hairs. You know, originally when I was going to have Ed on today, I was going to have him actually tell us, not the names, but give us the backgrounds of these shooters because there's a lot yeah. of false information coming out today. There's a reason why the left only wants Wants to focus on El Paso because the Dayton shooter, this was not about white supremacy. Good good attempt, Jake Tapper, to try to point out that there was actually more black people killed in Dayton than white people. But that was not really about what this, this shooter's motive was. But then I started thinking about it, Ed, when Trump came out today and saying we need a death penalty for hate crimes legislation. And I got aggravated. Uh, uh, because the idea of why somebody does something is not every murder. A result right. of hate. Hate crimes legislation to me is, and you're an attorney, and and you can help me, and you can you know tell me if you think I'm wrong here. But to me, that only makes the situation worse. It's the worst part of pandering. It's to me, it's the worst response we could give here because it panders to them. That is divisive. The idea that because one person's skin color is darker than another's, that if they get murdered, it's somehow worse then if I get murdered is discriminatory on its face. And it's, and so on top of the fact that hate crimes legislation seeks to mind read the motives, it's ridiculous to me. And it's it's only going to make things worse. Yeah. You know, Andrea, it's so true. It's interesting. And I look, here's what I would say. I think the president is, is, is actually, when you're the president of the United States, I think there's a certain, you know, moral weight. I think Obama, everybody gets it that when you're the president and it lands and it's terrible. This is a terrible moment. I think the president's trying to do something. And I agree with you, but you know, my wife turned to me today, Andrea, and I was telling you earlier, we're kind of on a mini family uh, trip. Uh, We're over in St. Louis. And she turned to me and said, remember minority report. And if you remember the Tom Cruise movie, minority report, that the premise was you could tell what people were going to do and therefore you'd arrest them. And so if we're going to become, if we're going to become, and it's a, it's a haunting movie, you know, he's a, he actually, I slept through it. So, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but here's the thing. If the test is what you and I, or someone in authority are going to mind read what we think you mean and therefore hold you accountable. It's like when somebody says, ah, 
Trump said this. Therefore, I can right. tell he's racist. Where? Like where? And so I agree with you on that. But here's the problem. Here, it isn't the problem, Andrew. I mean, I, you know, you know, it's it's this is a bad one. This is a bad time. This is. And what we have to do is, as you, you're, you're pointing to, get ourselves talking about the real issues, you know, and, and, and I, you know, I'm going to have Larry Elder, who's, a, uh, of course, a Salem Radio Network host on my program tomorrow. And uh, and he, you know, he talks about fatherlessness. That's in a, especially in the black community. That's something, you know, I think we have video games. That's something violence in our culture. That's something, as you've said eloquently a lot. God left out of our lives is another mm-hmm. thing. But boy, oh boy, it does feel overwhelming. I have to say it feels like we can't get this this stupid uh, thing under control. Right. Well, here's the thing is, and I've got C- uh, Cecile Aarons from our show Get Mental coming on in the next segment to talk about the the, um, the cultural, spiritual, and mental health crisis aspect of it. Um, well, here's what we do know is that it ain't about the gun. It's not about the guns any more than Boston bombing was about pressure cookers. And if we are going to sit here and we're going to go, why, 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 as to why these guys did it? Because, quite frankly, it doesn't matter to me if there's a man, you know, who's murdering his wife right now, why he's murdering his wife. He did it, okay? But if we're going to delve into the why, why is it that we're not allowed to delve into the why of Islam and Islamic terrorist attacks? So I'm tired of the hypocrisy here with the left. And and if we're going to be doing this uh, hate crimes legislation, well, we couldn't get hate. We couldn't get hate crimes. We couldn't even get the Fort Hood family members to, right. to even get terrorism uh, uh, benefits. So, you know, um, the, the answer to why in order for hate crimes legislation, it's so discriminatory, every aspect of it. Um, and it, but it's not about the guns. And I have said this over and over. I said it after Parkland. I say it every time that there's a shooting. I the, the we have, and I will get into more of the cultural issues on the next segment. But I grew up in the deep south where every kid I went to school with, not every kid, but a lot of them drove up with loaded gun racks in the back because they would go shooting and hunting and everything on their way home. And not one of those guns got out of the truck and went in and shot up a school. And that was also at a time in in our generation, Ed, to where kids showed up at school and we sat on our desk and we did what we were told and we didn't mouth off to teachers. Okay, because we also have a problem. There's a real reason why so many of our youth and our young men in this country, like over seven million supposedly, are on on psychotropic drugs. So it's a very you're right. It is a very complicated issue. There's a lot of aspects to it. Ultimately, I think it comes down of taking God out of society. But what we do know is it ain't about the guns, and the left is pretending it is. Just like when the church shooter in South Carolina went in <coughs> taking Dukes of Hazard off the air didn't solve the problem. I've got two minutes left with you, Ed, and I got to shift gears yeah. because. Yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah, um, do it. The Dow dropped like 800 points today. <clears throat> yep, the, you yep. know, China is saying on a level one to 10 in terms of retaliation, they're at 11. Um, yeah. you, where are we at with this? What should, what should we well, be taking know, away I, right I, now? I, I, yeah, no, I'm glad you asked me. I just recorded a segment of Beyond Tonight during my program with Dr. Brett Decker, who's a New York Times bestselling author, and it was the uh, Asia uh, Bureau uh, chief out in uh, Wall Street Journal Asia. I asked him this exact question. I said, what is this? And he said, look, China's fighting back because China has a big problem. They have nowhere else they can go to sell the amount of stuff they have. We can go build it other places. We could move stuff to Vietnam and other places. So he said this is an escalation, and this is the best news for your listeners, Andrea, and he was very clear on this. It's an escalation of this trade battle, 
And it's going to take a few weeks, maybe a month or two, but it's going to come to a head and be settled. I mean, ultimately, there'll be a deal. I said to Decker, are we in for, you know, a year of this? He said, no, no, it can't. It's too much on both economies, the strain. But it is a battle. And, you know, the president's put this toe-to-toe here, and he said we're going to battle on this because we're not going to let China keep, uh, you know, uh, stealing our lunch. So it is a problem. It is a big deal. But I think it's a short-term – as soon as – what Decker said today, as soon as – there is a deal, and it'll be good enough for both sides. The market will come roaring back, and it'll be fine. But we got to get a better deal for us. That's what the president's doing. Well, we have to. And, you know, anytime you try to realign boundaries with somebody who's been taking advantage of you, uh, you know, they're going to push back, and they're going to have a temper tantrum. And, right. and, exactly. then, and then, but if you hold your feet, you know, steady, and you reassert yourself, and you establish a reasonable boundary, uh, then what are they going to do? You know, they're, then, right. then they're, forced, they're forced to play. Um, I was disappointed to hear Neil Cavuto, who I stopped watching a long time ago, Mr. Never Trumper. Uh, oh, I've got bad news for you america it's not china paying these tariffs you know you're paying these tariffs and you know it just uh, you know that that's that's not any help to the american people neil cavuto for you to play politics with the american minds over this we must be willing to accept a little short-term pain uh no pain no gain right ed martin well- and, and real, real quickly, the best news is the economy's so strong. It's tough to see the market drop, but it's dropping from all-time highs down to really good highs. So good we're, you, you can't take a fight if you're weak. We're strong. Now's the time to fight. And that's, that's what right. the president's signaling. And he's got the courage to do it. Most presidents will be like, ah, I don't want to deal with the stock right. market. I'll just kind of cave. So exactly. it's, uh, it's going to work out fine. All right. Well, Ed Martin, y'all listen to him tonight. Take a little break after my show. Cool down, chill down a little bit, and then tune back in at 9 p.m. for Ed Martin on the Ed Martin Movement. Thanks for being here, buddy. Thanks, Andrew. Talk to you soon. All right. Now, uh, stay tuned because we come back. We're going to switch gears back over to talking about the topic of the day because uh, um, can it be solved? Well, no, we can't solve it. We can't remove evil from the world. Okay. That happened. You know, that that was done when they took a bite of that apple. Okay. But can we do some things to to slow down and stop some of the violence happening? Yeah. But we got to be honest about the real cause and it's not about the gun. So stay tuned. We're going to talk more about that when we get back from the break. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. This is Lon Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. 20 of the Democrats vying to be our next president finished two nights of debates where it became very clear that the energy of the party was behind policies that would push America to the far left, making the Democrats of the past look like conservatives. 
Several leading Democrats, including Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, and Bernie Sanders, endorsed single-payer health care plans that would kick over 160 million Americans off the private health coverage they currently have and enjoy. Still others, like Julian Castro and Cory Booker, called for decriminalizing the act of crossing the U.S. border without authorization. And Warren led the charge for a multi-trillion dollar plan to forgive student debt. Meanwhile, President Trump is gleefully waiting, essentially unopposed, to run against one of these Democrats next year. He'll make the election a contest between socialism and capitalism. And I have a pretty good idea of which side of that argument will emerge victorious. I'm Lon He Chen. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. What's in your water? It may not be a shark, but it can taste or smell scary. You can do something about it. Call the experts at Superior Water and get the information on the Waterboy Whole House System so you can enjoy great-tasting, great-feeling water from every tap in your home. Enjoy that silky smooth feeling. Lose the expensive bottled water. Stop schlepping big bags of salt. All that's over. Just get the good stuff. The Waterboy Whole House System from Superior Water. Tell them you want the answer Waterboy discount. $500 off any Waterboy Whole House System. Call 800-WATERBOY. Call them today and get a free estimate and water test. 800-WATERBOY. That's 800-WATERBOY. Or visit SuperiorWater.com. Superior's water from every tap. It's a whole house system in a snap. Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Sylvia taught school for 25 years before retiring and traveling the world with her beloved husband before he passed. My kids put me in here, and I thought, oh, great, they shuffled me off. But after I got here, the people were so wonderful. Sylvia found the perfect place where she could meet new friends and enjoy the activities. I enjoy the card games. If I win anything, <laughs> if I don't win anything, I don't enjoy it as much, but I do enjoy the activities and there's a nice variety so you don't get tired or bored. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Call 619-464-CARE. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. 888-344-1170. It's good to know on a day like today when I'm all aggravated and upset over these shootings and the loss of life and the politicizing of it. It's just nice to be able to share this time with you all out there and reading comments on Facebook Live. Thank you for that. Uh, and you're right. I think it was Myron who said the NRA isn't responsible either. Uh, no, it's absolutely not. You know, guns have been around a long time. So is the NRA. Uh, you know, the, it's just the, the rise in violence. Uh, whether it's from uh, there is a rise in violence, whether it's from these mass shootings or whether it's individual shootings or domestic abuse, et cetera, it is on the rise. And uh, here to help discuss that is uh, Cecile Ahrens. She's host of Get Mental, which you guys can hear on Saturdays here on AM uh, 1170, The Answer, at 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. And uh, she's a therapist, and her website is TranscendTherapyCA.com, and she joins me now to discuss it. Hi, Cecile. Welcome back to the show. 
Hi there. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so glad um, that you are talking about this today. Yeah, you know, um, and I'm glad that I've got an expert here. We've got one here on the station to discuss it because, you know, anytime there's a shooting, immediately it's politicized. You know, bodies haven't even been identified. Family members haven't even been notified. And it's immediately a rush to blame guns, blame this policy. Now it's blaming the president, blaming every Trump supporter. And it's literally insane. And, you know, we can't solve a problem if we can't accurately identify what the problem is. Now, not every 100% agree. Right. And, and first things first, though, I think that it's an unrealistic goal to end gun violence. We know that human beings are flawed. We know that there is sin in the world. So it is absolutely mm-hmm. ridiculous for anybody to say we can end all violence. But we certainly can uh, stop some of it if we right. understand the root cause. Correct. Correct. We can certainly, you know, so in the threat assessment world, which I used to be a part of actively, but currently not, we did believe and still do believe that violence is preventable and can be mitigated once you have enough information. The problem with what's happening here is we did have some, for for some of the cases, we had enough information. We didn't know what to do with it. And for, I think, in the case of the well, not even the Dayton, Dayton Ohio uh, perpetrator, there were some signs. So mm-hmm. I guess my point is usually there are signs, there are red flags before they start to get to that level of violence. I'm glad you brought that up because one of the th- things that there is part of the pattern of is in the case of Parkland, Pulse Nightclub, uh, the Sonaya brothers with Boston, even the fiancé who was brought here for San Bernardino, um, yeah. as well as uh, Nadal Hassan and Fort Hood. The, uh, there, yeah. no, there are signs in advance. In fact, the Parkland shooter, I can't remember how many times the local authorities, including the FBI, made wellness checks. And they didn't, do anything, they didn't do anything to stop it. Some of that is because we're no longer, when it, we're dealing with mental health issues, it, it, we're no longer able to commit people. Yes, I completely agree. You know, I know there's a lot of um, controversy about like how much mental health is is part of this. And, you know, in some circles, they say not really. You're stigmatizing people with mental health. But, you know, when you really as a therapist, as a clinician and just based on my personal experience doing threat assessments, there is a mental health component to it. You cannot deny that. Right. Like nobody in their sound mind is going to decide or think that shooting and murdering one or more people is the answer. So there is a mental health component to it. But I do want to point out that most people who have a mental health diagnosis don't end up killing people, just like most people who own guns don't end up committing these kinds of crimes. Right. I'm glad you brought that up, because to me, I'm kind of looking at this and you can tell me I'm wrong. I believe we have mental health crisis in this country, but it's multifaceted. Uh, But right. Um, And we have a cultural crisis in this country. And I think both of those come under uh, there's some crossover um, as well as some separate issues there. But I think they all come under. The spiritual crisis we have in this country, when we look at the attempts that the left has successfully made through our school system, through our media, through our court system um, to remove God from society. As soon as we Mm -hmm. got uh, there was Roe v. Wade was not about a woman's right to choose. It was about devaluing life in this country Uh, when they have sought over uh, every which way they can to destroy the Judeo-Christian values and principles in the fabric of our society, uh, diminishing the value value of sex and right. um, as well as I'm going to go through my list, de- destroying the family, removing individual mm-hmm. responsibility. 
manufacturing right. victims. Everyone gets a prize. I mean, uh, creating snowflakes flakes who are ruled by their emotions. So you, it, right. it's like a, you combine all of that. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and of course kids are snapping. Of course young men are snapping because we've got yeah. a society that doesn't value life. They, they uh, are ruled by their emotions. The end result of all that to me is greed, envy, laziness, and entitlement mindset. People worshiping themselves. Um, anger, depression, hopelessness, and anger. Yes, so values are a lack of it, right? And ideology is a big part, is a big risk factor. So let me just, if, if I may, talk about some sure. of the, uh, the findings in the recent uh, United States Secret Service National Threat Assessment finding. And this was just published last month. Ooh. And this is, um, they, they analyzed and researched the, uh, all the mass public shootings within the last couple of years, 2017 and 2018. And what they found was um, the symptoms that people presented with from a mental health um, perspective are depression, psychotic symptoms, paranoia specifically, delusions, hallucinations, and suicidal thoughts. Those were kind of the bigger, the biggest uh, symptoms that they saw that were a theme. Um, And uh, as far as uh, just going back to what you were talking about, Angela, the motivating factors right, that, that usually um, cause people to, to want to kill people. The number one motivating factor was some form of grievance, some form of, uh, you know, mm-hmm. feeling that I'm not being, you know, listened to or validated or that my experiences don't belong, right? Some preoccupation with trying to get some kind of justice or revenge. Well, when we, when we think about people with a grievance mindset, aren't these, uh, aren't these the people that's part of manufacturing victims, isn't it? Uh, Instead of having a sense of personal responsibility for your life, instead of understanding that life, the world doesn't revolve around you, that you're just a piece of the, of the, the puzzle in the universe and that there's a God and a higher power. Instead uh-huh. of putting your hope in, uh, in in a higher power God, you're worshiping yourself. Uh, when we've got uh, schools telling kids all day long that anything they do is right, they get a prize for everything. Um, they right. they um, aren't aren't being raised to accept the fact that um, not everybody's going to like you. I mean, they you know they're they're snowflakes, the snowflake mentality. On top right. of it, you know, parents these days, instead of disciplining and doing their job, they're resorting to these psychotropic drugs that are given to kids. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. To me, it's it's natural that they're gonna they're gonna have some grievance because they've got a sense of entitlement. They don't have to accept right. any responsibility for themselves. And whether, you know, whatever it is, so whether it's about the El Paso shooter who's, who's got his grievances against the Hispanic whatever, supposedly, but he also had a whole lot of other in his manifesto, or this Dayton guy who murdered his sister and her boyfriend, um, it it's, it's still comes back to them and their mental health right. and a spiritual crisis going on. It's not about Trump. It's not about, you know, America or guns. No. It's about them as individuals. And this problem has been going on for for many, many years, as you know. And I think the reason people need to blame somebody, or especially in this case, President Trump, is because of what I see as a clinician, as what what we call displaced anger. So when you're feeling really helpless, and I'm going to talk about this actually next week uh, on my show, breaking it down as to how it impacts us psychologically. So when you're feeling helpless and hopeless, you end up displacing your anger to 
someone else outside of yourself because mm. that's kind of the easiest way to make sense of an event. Right. There's, there's a lot of anger going on and a lot of helplessness going on in our country. And it's easy to blame someone else because it, that in and of itself can make you feel better. Right. But it doesn't mean, you know, it's true or that you're on the right track and you're not critically thinking about the, the event. But there, it does something to us psychologically when we can put our finger on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. B- being hopeless. I think that that is a common thread with these mass shooters, whether in Parkland or now it's, it's completely different from Islamic terror, you know, terrorist attacks. But these these kinds of things are really the, the, there's a hopelessness. And that, yes. to me, again, goes into the spiritual crisis that we've got in this country. Yes. Uh, because we're, no doubt. we're, we're, we're take, we've taken God out. And if you don't, that's where my hope is. I mean, if I didn't, if I had felt like I had to solve all my own problems in my life, if I felt like, right. you know, um, I, I, the only thing that keeps me going on some days, because we all get hit hard in life. And, yes. uh, and if I didn't have my hope. In the Lord, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I might get hopeless too. And so it's really been insidious what we've done to kids and to our culture by removing right. God from society and telling them to worship themselves and fostering this narcissism because it doesn't end up, it, it ends up making them more depressed. I'm not a clinician, so I'm not expressing it well. Right, right. No, I think you, you make some really great points, you know, because going back to the values, right, if you don't have those kinds of values instilled in you, then it's going to be easy for easier for you to rationalize inflicting harm to someone else, right? And that's, sorry, were you going to say something? Well, I was just going to say also one of the things we hadn't talked about, and I'm going to have to get you back on a more regular basis, is kids mm-hmm. aren't, you know, we've got uh, supposedly over, I don't know, 8 million kids on these drugs. And I remember thinking, we didn't have drugs in my, in my day, and we didn't need it, because right. the, the, right. the drug that parents used to keep their kids in line was discipline. And, you know, and and some of this, too, I have to think is that because kids, they're not there. Nobody's facing consequences anymore for their actions. So how many of these people are going and doing this, not thinking about consequences? Final thoughts. Yes. And I yes. And also, I think our family units are disintegrating. Yeah. Um, And that's where it all begins. Right. Yes. There's a lot. There's more education we can do. There's more prevention that we can do. We can have mental health reform. We can have gun reform. I think all those things are needed. But at the core is our family units are disintegrating. And that's where all of these things are. You know, that's where the seeds get planted. And if you don't have that kind of support, then you are at risk for other behaviors later on. Mm-hmm. And if you are happen to be, say, schizophrenic, which is not your fault, and you happen to be like in the case of the Virginia uh, Tech shooting, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. he was obviously mentally ill, and um, there was probably not much we could do to help with his mental illness. But if he had a supportive family who had the right information and resources, they could have, you know, uh, arguably put him in the right level of care so that he wasn't out there in society Absolutely. and he could have had the, the help that he needed to prevent that mass shooting. So that's, it's a longer conversation. It's complicated and it, there's no single cause or motive. It's, you know, there's right. profiles that you can, that we can, um, based on research that we can rely on, but it's not like a one size fits all. And I know that's probably not what, what people want to hear, but that's actually the reality. Well, but it is it is something that we all can 
can um, uh, be a part of the solution of. Well, yeah, and you know, this is this is the kind of conversation and de- in-depth analysis that needs to be done. Not this rush to blame President Trump and then having all these, you know, yes. demo- these you know demagoguery that we're hearing all day long and making false accusations and using dead dead people as an excuse to push oh, politics. Absolutely. I wish I had absolutely. more time with you, Cecile Aaron's. Her show is Saturday, six a.m. to seven a.m. here on AM eleven seventy. The answer, and it's called Get Mental. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Now we're going to take a little break. We come back. Gee, what else are we going to talk about? I got to find a good news story to talk about so we can end on a good new to, uh, good note tonight. And you know what? I actually have one. So stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walters' book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Nothing is more important in today's technological world than a good education. So if you're a parent or grandparent, the best thing you can do for your child or grandchild is give them a head start and invest in their education. So before you automatically place your child or grandchild into a public school setting, consider taking advantage of the Answer San Diego's half-price tuition program and give your student an outstanding education at a top private school for half-price. From preschool to high school, new students only, half off for the 2019 to 2020 school year. Just log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com for the complete list of schools in your area. Choose the best school for your family, and the entire half-price tuition goes on your credit card, and then your child or grandchild is enrolled for half-price. Explore your options with schools like Trinity Christian, Victory Christian, Coastal Christian Academy, and Valley Christian Academy. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com or call 844-800-5757 before these tuitions are gone. That's 844-800-5757 or TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Dennis Prager here with some information you are going to want to know to make the most of the dog days of this San Diego summer. Don't spend your evenings and weekends inside running up the electric bill and overworking your air conditioning. Invite your friends, neighbors, and family over to a backyard barbecue. Prepare the most gourmet feasts on your brand new grill. Sourced from the place I know and trust, the Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio Shop in La Mesa. The experts at the Warm Hearth can cater to any preference or taste with their immense inventory of brands and models to choose from. They carry pellet and charcoal, ceramic and gas grills, even an Italian style pizza oven from every name brand leading manufacturer. While you're there, take a peek at their beautiful showroom of fireplaces, keeping in mind that it won't be quite this hot forever. The Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio Shop on the corner of Jackson and La Mesa Boulevard or online at warmhearthfireplaceandpatio.com That's warmhearthfireplaceandpatio.com Bill Holland with The Answer on Wall Street. 
Stocks sharply lower all day and down 3% on average, 6% since the record high in mid-July. Now, it was triggered by another in the year old series of tariff tantrums as the U.S. and China escalate their trade war. China devalues its currency to try to offset the Trump tariffs. But we are their only market in size, so in the long run, the move is only going to hurt China, not us. Meanwhile, we deal with overdue technical decline here in the market and all of the doom and gloom in the media, especially by the never-Trumpers. But remember, these things do clear the air. The Treasury 10 down 11 at 173, oil down 80 cents. Earnings season continues, better than expected, with no collapse in guidelines. And Disney tomorrow, IBM up to go upgrades, and J.P. Morgan says, buy the dip. You see, it's the same old dance on Wall Street. Bill Holland with the answer on the day on Wall Street. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. All right, for some good news, um, it's almost time again for college football season to start up. It's almost time for me to be wearing my LSU jerseys in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Tigers. Bum, 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 bum. Go Tigers. That's a little good news. Um, did you happen? You were busy this weekend uh, fraternizing around San Diego. I'll keep your personal life private here. But did you happen to see the video that went viral of the big dog in New York City that refused to walk? No. Oh, <laughs> it was the highlight, I think, for many people over Twitter. So if you find find yourself uh, tonight or tomorrow, the next few days, just getting more aggravated as I have over the shooters, yeah, you know, Google the dog who refuses to walk. I don't know what kind of dog it was. It might be a pit. I mean, but this thing was absolutely huge. And this woman is like, it was a sweetheart, but this dog was just like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I ain't walking no more. Okay. And this dog looked like he weighed about 190 pounds. And somebody started videoing it because it was just the the cutest thing. Because New York was probably like 100 degrees this weekend. And this dog probably walked for a while and then was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. That was it. Did you see it? Did you did you Google it? Well, there's a lot of dogs refuse to walk videos. Oh, okay. I have not found it yet. Everybody's in on it then. All right. On, on a serious tip, I do want to I do want to finish up my discussion about solutions in terms of how can we solve it. Um, here's a couple of ideas of, of ways that we can not necessarily solve uh, mass shootings and, and attacks, but some ideas uh, that could actually minimize it. We can actually declare care. Uh, Council for American Islamic Relations, uh, ISNA, the Islamic Society of North America, as well as Muslim, Muslim Brotherhood terrorist groups. Uh, we can declare Antifa a terrorist group. High time that that happens. Um, because that's that's the the lefty group that's literally attacking Americans on the street for their political views. Uh, we can actually go inside mosques where terror is being fomented in the United States of America and route it out. We could actually get some hoo-hahs and, and declare Islam a political ideology so that they can no longer hide behind religious protections in order to plan acts of terror. We can actually get Sharia banned in this country officially because I consider it an act of terror for little girls to have their private parts cut off with rusty knives and no anesthesia, as well as the honor killings that are taking place in this country in the name of Sharia. We can also um, uh, go back to getting crazy people committed, and uh, and we can also have the FBI going back to actually having uh, information related to Islamic terror actually back in our inter- interrogation techniques. Those are a couple things that we could do to kind of stop some of these terrorist attacks. Um, Great note, 
Baltimore, people stopped talking about Baltimore because of the shootings. But our friend Scott Pressler from The Persistence organized a cleanup in Baltimore today. He had upwards of 200 volunteers in Baltimore today. You can follow him on Twitter at The Persistence. I need to reach out to Scott Pressler and get him on the show to talk about it. Didn't get the play today, should have, because, of course, the mainstream media is, you know, they're calling all Trump supporters white supremacists. So they're not going to show this white gay man Trump supporter out there with 200 white volunteers cleaning up Baltimore's black neighborhoods. They're not going to show that, right? But let me tell you, it was abs- the videos coming out are absolutely will just bring a tear to your eye because he just did such an amazing thing for the for the Baltimore community, of which got a $1.8 billion with Obama's uh, Shovel Ready project. And where did that money go? We don't know. But what we do know is that Scott Pressler did an amazing job organizing cleanup of Baltimore neighborhoods. The residents were so appreciative and thrilled. There is great stuff happening in this country, and it's just not getting enough play, you know, because the media just wants to, to continue to divide us. And we need to unite. And there's one way we we can do it, and that's around the Lord and our God, our Father. Love you all. Be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.